Season 69 Heavy Hearts Because Earth lost a good one today Rest in peace Tina Turner If you don't appreciate Tina Turner Or if all you think Tina Turner was Is what love got to do with it Get on the YouTube And go looking back to the Icantina days and then go watch the 1993 masterpiece What Love Got to Do With It the story of Tina and all that she went through and all the rocking that she did way before your grandma was born go watch all the Icantina performances you can Tina Turner brought the house down decades. She was playing stadiums in the 80s. Tina Turner. Forever. Their version of Proud Mary is the greatest thing ever. Just like at the Sausage Hut. 
some people like to do it nice and easy. But here, we do it hard. <laughs> hard as possible. Yeah. March of the Space Cadets going out to the greatest. That's right, everybody. The Sausage Hood Podcast. I think we're at episode 11 of the new season. Time's flying. Finally got in a new place. Able to, got a new schedule to crank out Sausage Huts. I hope you like them. And if you don't, fuck off. Your mom likes it. Doing all kinds of things. And all the music intros you hear are originally produced, performed, composed by Johnny K. That's me. C'est moi. Et c'est toi. C'est nous. Ensemble. Ce soir. Mm. Johnny Kobas on Twitter. Eagerly awaiting a replacement for Twitter. Twitter can fuck off, but I guess that's the best thing going right now. TikTok, no. Facebook, no. Instagram, Johnny Kabasa Rocks. Haven't touched it in forever. I need a new website. I'll pay for it. If you're a website person, let me know. If you like the funk, let me know. If you like the Sausage Red Podcast, go give me a fucking positive review. Would that kill you? It's free. Doing this. I don't know why I'm doing this. Maybe to keep from going crazy. Maybe to get closer to going crazy. I can't tell. But either way, we're here together. So let's get the podcast in, right? Are you conscious of the amount of time that you put on your display lock on your phone? Or do you never lock it and just let it roll? Nowadays, batteries are like pretty strong. So I think you can keep it off if you're not worried about someone jumping into your phone and seeing all those goofy pics of yourself. But I've always been kind of a three-minute guy. Gives me some time to do it. But then if I sit it down, locking right up. Not that it wouldn't be hard to figure out your code if someone's sitting right next to you because you unlock your phone 400,000 times a day. I wonder how long. I'm sure everybody locks their phone. If you lock your phone, how many times do you unlock your phone every day? Hundreds, tens, if you just keep it open, then, you know, you probably aren't, you probably, there's probably a lot of things in the world that you're not really giving a shit about (laughs) if you're just keeping your phone unlocked and if you're just keeping your phone without a protector on it, there's probably a lot of things you just don't give a shit about in the world. Chances are you, you're not into using protection so yeah keeping them phones unlocked sometimes I use my phone as a an app for my keyboard this one cause I got an app that keeps uh, you can just change the tone of your keyboard on the phone instead of doing this goofy little input thing they have here 
so I can split it. I can split the tones. If you haven't noticed, and I'm sure you haven't. Down at the bottom, I got the clav with the wah. Then up top, I got an organ. So I can play two tones at the same time without playing two different keyboards because I only got one keyboard right now. I'm not like Howard Jones in the 80s where he had big racks of them on either side, even though that looks cool. And if you gave some to me, I would do it. But nowadays, you can switch your tones pretty fast, although I haven't done it in concert yet. Probably something where you just dial up the tone and say, well, I'm not using more than two keyboard tones for this gig. So I'm just going to dial it up and say, hey, I got need this up here and this down here. My keyboard's got about 650 tones on it, so I could... And I've messed with all of them, and probably 10 of them are cool <laughs> at the most. Like, I got all these, and I was just going through synth tones. Like, yeah. Let's dial up some synth tone here. Oh, you want strings? No, I don't want strings. Oh, you want a brass section? Sounds kind of contrived. synth tones yeah if you're going for something like that oh trance pluck that's terrible sometimes you want some voices I was in the meadow there I sat in the meadow The wind in my hair. Daisies at my feet. When a thorn came. Into the meadow. From the woods. Our gazes met momentarily. And then it took a big dump and went back in the woods. And then there's ethnic. And then there's ethnic, which is pretty funny. I mean, ethnic? Like, that's the, that's the, that's the genus of tones. Here's a sitar. Ooh, that's kind of nice. I pulled away the beads and walked into the room. There were plush pillows all over. A Twitter basket lay in the corner. And a table in the middle, slightly padded. And on the window ledge sat she. An oil jug in her belt. And she said, yes, it's time for your massage. Maharasha Kilbasa. That's fun. That's fun. And that's reverb. What about harmonium? Mm-hmm. 
walked into the house. I knew it was haunted. But I knew I had to get to the bottom of this mystery. If Mrs. Jenkins were to live another night. And then there's... And then there's Vina, which kind of sounds like sitar, but I don't know. I don't know what to make of this. God damn, this whole music sucks. This one's called Cello Fingered. <laughs> Who's Cello? Stop fingering me. <laughs> and then, of course, there's a bazooki. If you're a fan of the one of the greatest sketches of all time, the Monty Python cheese sketch. How about cheddar? I'm afraid we're fresh out of that, sir. It's the single most popular cheese in the world. Shut that bloody bazooki player up. One of my favorite tones is organ, 70s organ tone. Hey, man. Welcome to the party, man. Hey, what did you put in my drink? Don't worry about it. Just relax and enjoy the ride. You're not going anywhere for a couple more hours. Or maybe a couple days. Whoa, bro. Incense and peppermints. Incense and peppermints. Do you know the dude from Leonard Skinnerd? was in Strawberry Alarm Clock who did Incense and Peppermints. Kind of a weird thing for classic rockers out there. Oh, yay, yay. Enough of that. Because we all know that my favorite tone is the clavinet. That's right, everybody. Around the Tone Store with Johnny K in the Sausage Hut. Yeah. Always bringing the craziness and the, the original jams. Like 10 years after I die, people are finding they appreciate this bullshit. I'll die. Failure. Funky ass failure. Meanwhile, back in the hut, I got a pair of funky ass glasses. 
I've been looking for a pair of funky ass glasses to kind of fit my head and say, hey, this dude is into some intergalactic pudding funk. So I looked all over the place. Of course, the doctor's office isn't going to give you anything anywhere near funky. They'll give you something practical and smart, which is fine. By day, I can be practical and smart. But at night, when I come into the hut, I want to get super funk. And I looked all over the place for some super funk glasses. And I finally found some online. And I was like, you know what? I want a tint. Because super funk needs a tint. So I got some thick ass rims and some blue tint. And I sent them my prescription. And they sent, they came back and they said, hey, what's your pupillary distance? I said, leave my taint out of this, bro. And then I Googled pupillary distance and I was like, oh. And I tried to eyeball it with a, with a ruler. I'm like, I can't do this. So I had to go to the doctor's office. And what did they do at the doctor? The eye doctors? They eyeballed it. This lady's holding, a, holding up a, a yardstick in front of my face with one eye closed. <laughs> like... Like, okay, I hope you get it in the ballpark. I called up an old eye doctor and asked them what my pupillary distance was a couple years ago, and I went to them, and they're like, hey, you know, we just can't give out that information. I'm like, why not? I'm not going to hold it. I'm not going to tell the, the online glasses people that, you're, uh, that you gave me something inaccurate, and then they're going to come back and sue you or something, or I'm going to sue you because you fudged my pupillary distance. And then she had to put me on hold and say, wait a second, got to check with my boss. I'm like... I'll give you 20 bucks. I mean, I'm not going to... No one's going to know. So she gave me a pupillary distance finally. So then I went to the new doctor. It's not even the doctor. It's the the glasses person. I gave them, like, my pupillary distance. and said, measure me up. It was similar. But anyway, so I ordered these glasses, like, three weeks ago. And they're like, all right. It's some newer online company. And... My expectations were low. There was a 30-day return, just in case. So they they finally ship them out. And I'm like, okay, here they come. And it, it was getting closer and closer to the hut. And then all of a sudden, it's back in Texas. I'm like, wait a second. You guys were within 20 miles of my house. And then all of a sudden, my super funk glasses are in Texas. I mean, I know they're probably so funky that they need to be. they can't be held down. And they wanted to make a run for it. Uh, so then another week goes by, and I'm like, finally, I called them up. And I am said, hey, what's going on with this? And they're like, oh, oh did you check with the, the postal service? I'm like, do you see this trail? you see this trail of events? you see this chain of fools that we got going here? I'm like, yeah, okay, well, we'll do what we can. And two days later, finally came. And I got my super funks. They are they're outrageous. They're like, my buddies are going to be like, I can't look at you with those glasses on. I'm going to be like, that's right. I want you to be angry because you love them so much. So off we go. If you're very, very curious about which kind of frames they are, I'll, I'll, let, them, I'll let you know. Slip me a DM. This is, this is my first pair of, like, super funky glasses. They fit right. The prescription's right. I can see near. I can see far. So I think I'm in business, baby. It's going to be tough to keep my funkiness inside. 
when I know I got the super fun going on. I might just save them for special occasions. I don't know. I keep looking in the mirror going, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> it was what I was looking I was looking for something like, I was, you, you know Elliot Gould in the original um, Ocean's Eleven? Get in the goddamn house. Those glasses, they were just like huge and outrageous. I know that was a long time ago, but this, so these were kind of, they're not as huge, but they're pretty damn big, and they are pretty goddamn outrageous with the blue tint. Digging them, man. All right, so since I got such a funky pair of glasses, I, I'm just, I might not be prepared to to wear them. So I, I know a funky friend of mine, one of the funkiest dudes ever, has a, a very funky pair of glasses. I'm going to call him up and say, hey, can you help me out with just wearing some glasses? So let's see if my buddy Studebaker Jones is home. I'm going to call him up. Let's see here. Hey, Stu, this is your old friend Johnny K, man. How's it going? Johnny, fucking Kilbasa, man. How you doing, dude? It's been a long time since I've seen you. I invite you to all these parties and you never show up. I know, you throw the greatest parties, but unfortunately your parties don't start till about 3 in the morning. And don't get me wrong, I'm a, I'm a late night dude, but man, I'd like to get started before midnight. Drop the phone. Uh, I got a friend of mine holding the phone up to my ears and my mouth because sometimes it's just so funky I just can't move my hands. But you know I'm all there. It's just like I got the <laughs> so do I. I have that a lot. Why? I remember like you had some really cool stuff that you were you studied. You were like studying all kinds of stuff, right? Yeah, man. I'm studying general relativity because you know i'm into the intergalactic ness i'm into the intergalactic pudding funk just like you are hey i know you you pretty much got me into intergalactic pudding funk and it's been something that i've been working on for a long time now yeah man it all it's all based on the theory of relativity by albert einstein you know albert einstein was a big uh is a big influence on me because when I was a kid, man, I was stuck in I was stuck in a garage and all, all I only had books on. All the books I had were just physics books, man. And Albert Einstein didn't have the internet or movies or anything, man. He had a pen and a pencil and maybe half a calculator, and that dude came up with some crazy shit about the universe. He did. It's not like he invented it, but he discovered it in all kinds of higher math and things like that and yeah and so yeah so i'm looking into shooting myself off into the, into the atmosphere into the stratosphere and then the interplanetary intergalactic space because you know you know that one thing where where uh if you go out into the space like 50 light years and then turn around and you do it all in like five minutes but you only you only age five minutes but then after they like everybody else on earth like aged like 500 years yeah that's some crazy stuff i think that's relativity 
in in full effect. I'm not sure if that's special relativity or if that's the basic general, you know, McDonald's brand of relativity, something like that. Yeah, man. So that's what I'm into. I was, you know, but before I was into that, I was trying to do some cold fusion and whoo. The cold fusion. I had a buck. I had an ice water bucket, and I was just trying to get things as cold as I can. And then I was just like, "Fuse, baby, fuse, baby, fuse." <laughs> but I was on. I was reading up on it, and it's just like cold fusion in a bucket right next to your sh- right next to your easy chair. You can do it yourself. So I started trying to do it myself, and I just wasn't into it. So I was just like, "Hey, maybe I'll try some of this general relativity shit." So, yeah, that's. I'm glad to know that you still got your scientific prowess and your scientific, uh, your curiosity and yourself. God damn, these motherfucking, these biker gangs, they're circling all over the place these days. Hey, you just got to let a biker bike. They just want a little attention. They like making noise because you know they're all going to go home to their girls and their girls are going to beat their ass into submission just like in... Pink Floyd, we don't need no education. That's what they all do, man. <laughs> Fat and psychopathic wise thrashing with the inches of their lives. That's right. Oh. So why, hey, I don't remember why I called you. Uh, neither do I, man, but you want to know some shit. It's like uh, my party started at 3 a.m. Yeah, your party started at 3 a.m., and that's why uh, I didn't make it to the last one. I swear, I was it was 11.30 p.m. I had every intention of going. And then the next thing you know, I'm just like, it's 12.15. I'm like, dude, I'm getting tired. I drank too much already, and I was I shouldn't have. And I ate some pizza. Next thing you know, it's time. Well, hey, man, it's all right. Our parties get started late. Just like uh, I've been watching this Japanese show called uh, Midnight Diner. You seen that? Yeah, I love that show, Midnight Diner, where the dude has a diner and he's open from twelve to six at night, and people come in. And it... yeah, man, a diner is like a little garage. It's crazy. Like this, who do they have? There's like some sort of Japanese garage diner where just everyone just sits around. And it's like. They don't even have stools. They just got little benches, and you can only fit like 12 people in there, man. That's crazy. But I, I, it's a good show, and I'm into Japanese stuff, and, and I'm reading. I'm working on my Japanese. Oh, domo arigato. Oh, okay. Domo arigato to you, too, man. So, yeah, the Japanese stuff is good, and the Midnight Diner, because I'm open up all night, just like they are. That's right, and I try to be. So I got these... Uh... I got this funky pair of glasses, right? And, <laughs> motorcycles. I got this funky pair. Of, Dude, just let the motorcycles ride. Just let them, let them make their noise and get on down the road. Go home and put their leather leather jackets on and get their ass beat. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, Midnight Diner, man. I love that show. It's Japanese. They got this little diner running around. It's like a little garage, and this dude's just got paper doors, and he, like, opens up the shop at midnight. People come in, and they come in, and they talk to each other, and they love to eat the food. He's like, I'll make you whatever you want as long as I got the ingredients. Sometimes people bring their own ingredients, and he's like, makes it right up for them, and then they go out and get adventures and shit. And this one dude that came in... He's like, oh, hitting on this young girl. And she's like, oh. And he's like, I'll give you whatever you want. You come with me. And she's like, dude, you're my dad. You left me when I was a kid. And he's like, oh. Like some Oedipus Rex bullshit. Dude, you're, you're, I, I forgot that you were 
well-schooled in the uh, Greek classics. Yeah, man, who doesn't love Oedipus Rex? That's a crazy, that's a crazy thing where the dude, yeah, we don't want to know, but he ends up gouging his eyes out, and I think that's where the first time that we we heard in literature about dudes gouging their eyes out or some Harry Carey kind of bullshit like that. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. Yeah. Where did you, where did you end up reading Oedipus Rex? You didn't go to college, did you? I went to my own college, man. I learned cold fusion and intergalactic travel, general relativity and the Greek classics, man. What are you talking about? I know. So you, where did you find a copy of Oedipus Rex? Dude, I was in my garage one time. I was, like, stuck there. It was so funky. As a kid, I just, like, couldn't move for a while. And uh, there was just this book, Oedipus Rex, man. I read it. And I read the class. And there was a physics textbook next to it. And it was that. And uh, How to Eat Fried Worms. Those are the three books that I ended up growing up on. How to Eat Fried Worms. I haven't read that one since sixth grade, but that was a great one. I'm somewhere along, somewhere I got a book report I could probably loan you if you ever need to get the Cliff Notes version. Yeah, man. How to Eat Fried Worms. That's that's all about, you know what that all is about? It's all about owning it and jumping in head first. It's like, oh, you need to eat some fried worms? Fucking eat some fried worms, dude. That's right. That's words we can all live by. Don't be afraid. If you got to eat some fried worms, fry them up and eat them. You win that bet one way or another. That's how it goes on the hut. Yeah. Oh, dude, I forgot what funky music is. You have the funkiest music. I thought you were out there. Jones on the Sausage Hut talking about funky glasses. Actually, we haven't got there yet. So the whole reason I called you, Stu. Yeah, man. The whole reason I called you is because... I got these funky ass glasses that you know I talked about them a long time and I f- couldn't find the ones that I that I wanted. Oh, you're talking about the Elliot Gold from from Ocean's Eleven bullshit glasses? Yeah, man, those are funky as fuck. Those are funky as fuck. I mean, they they ain't like the ones that I wear, but mine are just as funky. Now I got the gold chains hanging from mine, but I don't. I mean, you just can't go straight to the gold chains hanging from your glasses. No, no, I'm not. I'm just like talking about like thick rims and maybe a tint. Oh, a tint. Okay. I appreciate a tint. As long as you didn't get blue. Oh, dude, I got blue tint. Why you want blue tint, man? It's just, it's, it looks like someone knocked you in the eye. No, it's like light blue, sky blue. Like half of my face is in the sky, right? All right. Well, okay. If you think it's funky, it's funky. Yeah, so it's, it's really thick rims and prescription, so I don't have to take them off. And, and the tint doesn't really bother me. I mean, it kind of puts a sheen on the world, right? Yeah, man. So the secret, let me tell you. I, I'm, I'm. I listen. This is the whole reason I called you. I was hoping you could just help me out with uh, secrets to wearing funky ass glasses. Yeah, Johnny. The secret to wearing the funky ass glasses is that you just got to roll with it, you know. And and a lot of and you got to roll with it, and you got to embrace. You got to embrace the hostility from the unfunk. Because people can't handle that shit if they're not used to it. Now, now, if you're in a big city and everybody else got their funky glasses on, you're cool, right? But if you're out in the sticks where you sometimes are, dude, some people just can't handle that shit. So you just got to be like, you got to walk in like you're ready to take on the world. Because you basically, you're putting on some funky glasses. You're saying, I'm ready to take on the world. 
I guess I'm ready to take on the world. I mean, I've always been ready to take on the world, sure. But that's that's actually what I'm going for. And I'm also going for like, hey, hey, one of your dumbass motherfuckers running around here. I mean, I'm not trying to necessarily make a statement, but I finally found some glasses that really represent the funk that's inside of me that's just dying. This has just been coming out like Mount Vesuvius for a long time. Mount Vesuvius, dude. That's going to blow. Look out, man. Look out. Yeah, so that's one of the secrets is just owning it and stick going face first in the world. So another thing you got to do is you got to have jewelry on your hands. Jewelry on my hands. Okay, I got... I got a, I got a, I got a, I got a bracelet, but I don't really have rings on my fingers. You think you're saying that I need to get some rings? Of course you need to get some rings, man. You can't go around wearing funky ass glasses without at least a pinky ring on, on the side of the, that you're, where your bracelet is, right? You're right. I knew that. I just don't know. I, I gotta, I don't even know what size rings I wear. Cause I just don't wear, I, you know, I got sausage fingers and sometimes you just got, you don't have. Dude, they make rings for people with sausage fingers you just gotta order up the size that's all you gotta do dude okay and i'm sorry I'm, I'm i'm new to this i'm i'm not new to the funk but i'm new to uh the funk coming out of me in the form of accessories right i'm not a, i'm not much of an accessorizer yeah i know dude but you are a hell of a bass player when you want to be so Anytime you want to come in my band, man, you can come on out. You know, we jam about 3 a.m. on Wednesdays and uh, 6 in the afternoon on Sundays. Oh, 6 in the afternoon on Sundays? I think I can actually make that. Well, yeah, that's because we just don't go to bed on Saturday. We stay up all day on Sunday, and then we don't go to, you know, we don't wake up until Tuesday. I'm cool with that. That's fine with me. I just got to make some arrangements and take a couple days off of work, and then I'm going <sighs> to mean take a couple days off of work you got a day job man i thought you were just on the radio doing that shit and doing this shit yeah i wish i wish that was it but that doesn't uh it doesn't support my cosmopolitan lifestyle yeah i know you're working on that cosmopolitan lifestyle thing man but sooner or later i'm gonna give you i'm gonna come take you we're just gonna go around the world I don't know if you could be able to survive it or not, but I think it'd be a good thing for both of us. I think so too. Now that I got my funky glasses, that's my first step. I need to I need to upgrade my wardrobe for a while. Can you send one of your friends over and maybe take me out, and we can just uh, update my wardrobe a little bit? Um, I, I mean, I ain't into telling other people what to do. I mean, I could suggest it, but we'll see. We'll see, man. Yeah, and you know what we can do? We can we can get the audio book to how to eat fried worms. And we can just listen to it while we're, while we're t- shut the fuck up, man. So that's all you gotta do. You gotta own it. You gotta accessorize those funky glasses. And and another thing, don't wear them all the time. Don't wear them to the gym. Don't wear them to baseball. Don't wear them to going out to McDonald's to get something to eat. Don't wear them running around. Don't wear them when you exercise. None of that. You got to save that shit. You got to have your Clark Kent glasses. Then you got to have your super funk glasses. You know what I'm saying? That's what I I saw. I thought I thought the same thing. So I'm gonna. Have, I got two pairs of glasses now. They both the both have good prescriptions on them. I'm gonna keep my main pair of glasses. Then I'm just gonna bring out the funk when I need to, just like right now. That's all you got to do, man. You knew that, but I'm just glad. Hey, it's good talking to you. Anytime, man. 3 a.m. Friday slash Saturday, we're going to do it to it. Maybe watch some Australian Rules football because it's on in the middle of the night. Yes. Yes. Now we're talking. I love Australian Rules football. 
I know you do, man. You got me into it. Anyway, it's good to talk to you, bro. There you go, Studebaker Jones breaking down what you need to wear a funky pair of glasses. All right. Wait a minute. Sausage Chop Podcast, wearing the funky glasses. Okay, I think I got some time. I think I got time for a little bit of Chat GPT here before we go. Let's see what we can do for Chat GPT. Puts us all out of business, man. Me and my funky ass glasses. Seeing that, I just got a funky-ass pair of glasses. I think I'm going to see if I can write a love song about my funky-ass pair of glasses. And who should I be? Lou Rawls. I'm going to be Lou Rawls because he had some funky ass glasses. So I'm going to say, you are Lou Rawls. You just received a funky pair of glasses, prescription glasses, with thick rims and a blue tint <laughs> oh my god so I accidentally hit I accidentally hit return <laughs> I accidentally hit the send button <laughs> and I only just put you or Lou Rawls you just received a funky pair of prescription glasses with thick rims and a blue tint <laughs> now I was going to do that but <laughs> and it's just generated response <laughs> like it's blue Lou Rawls talking about okay okay we're going to use that okay hold on so then you or Lou Rawls, you just received the funky pair of strips of guys with thick rims and a blue tint. You love your new glasses. Right? A funky love song. Dedicated. To your new glasses. You are Lou Rawls. You just received the funky pair of prescription glasses with thick rims and a blue tint. You love your new glasses. Write a funky love song dedicated to your new glasses. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Let's see what we can come up with here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, outro. That's how that's how that's how she likes to that's how she likes to write it. Okay. Oh yeah, yo yeah, oh yeah. yeah. If you don't know who Lou Rawls, if you don't, if you don't know who Lou Rawls is, go go YouTube some songs. All right. Now, since, uh, since I accidentally hit enter, enter or whatever, I will 
see what that really you really rolls you just received the funky pair of prescription glasses with thick rims and a blue tint and that's all i said oh says chat gpt thank you for reminding me of the late great lou rawls while i may not be the real lou rawls i can certainly imagine his reaction to receiving a funky pair of prescription glasses with thick rims and a blue tint allow me to channel his spirit for a moment oh baby let me tell you these glasses are something else they've got a funky style that's all their own thick rims and a blue tint now that's a combination that screams cool cat when i put these babies on i can't help but feel like i'm stepping into a whole new world of soulful fashion you know it's all about expressing yourself and these glasses sure make a statement they're like a groove for my eyes bringing a whole new rhythm to the way i see things with every step i'm strutting down the street with confidence letting the world know that lou rawls is here to stay and let's not forget the practical side of things. These prescription lenses ensure that I can see clearly while looking fabulous. No need to compromise on style or functionality when you've got a pair of funky glasses like these. So whether I'm performing on stage, strolling down the boulevard, or just kicking back with a smooth drink, these glasses are my funky fashion companion. They're part of my signature style, adding that extra touch of soul to everything I do. Now excuse me while I put on these funky glasses, get my groove on, and let the world know that Lou Rawls is ready to bring the soul. And then it says, remember, that was just me channeling Lou Rawls' spirit, but I hope I brought a smile to your face. (laughs) This is too much, man. Too fucking much. So now... I finished my prompt. And now it says, You're Lou Rawls. You just read the a funky pair of glass. Prescription glasses with thick rims and blue tint. You love your new glasses. Write a funky love song dedicated to your new glasses. Here we go. Remember, I'm doing this cold. I just did this. I'm doing this live on the remote. So I'm not going to give myself a musical accompaniment. Here we go. Oh, baby, I got a new prescription in town. Uh, thick rims of blue tint. They're never going to let me down. Oh, when I put them on, baby, I'm feeling so fine. These funky glasses, oh, they're blowing my mind, yeah. My funky shades, you're grooving on my face. You make me strut with style all over the place. Your prescription of love, the funk in my side. These funky glasses, oh, you're my shining light. So, oh, with every step I take, the world's in a haze. But uh, through these lenses, I see the funk in the blaze. They're like a dance party right on my nose. I can't help but uh, strike a pose. Yeah, my funky shade. You're the groove on my face. You'll make me struggle with style all over the 
So that was Lou Rawls. <laughs> so that was Lou Rawls, baby. <laughs> Some new shades and stuff. Oh, Chat GPT, you're too goddamn good at this bullshit. That's for sure. And just like that, we're going to ride off into the blue tinted sunset, baby. Keeping it funky with Lou Rawls. All apologies to Lou Rawls and all the family. I was just making it up as I went. You give me a, a week in the studio, I'll have that sounding fine. But alas, you got the rough cut coming at you. Johnny Cabasa on Twitter, Johnny Cabasa Rocks on Instagram, and all kinds of fun. JohnnyCabasa.com. You can follow me. I don't tweet too much. You can go look at all my videos on Instagram. They're crazy. And you can redo my website because you love me. I'll give you a t-shirt. Few people get the t-shirts. Any goddamn way. Tell your friends. Tell your mama. Go back and listen to all 600 episodes while you're at it. <laughs> 